Hey, Woken Free Nation, Newsly is an audio app for iOS and Android. It picks up web articles about the most trending topics on the web at any given moment and reads them to you in a natural human voice. For the first time in the history of the internet, the entire web becomes listenable. Browse articles from topics you choose and start playing. Stop scrolling. Start listening. You can follow any topic as specific as you like, from sports, science, to Bitcoin, or even one of your favorite celebrities. It will find you the latest articles and read them to you aloud. And they have podcasts as well. Explore trending podcasts from over 50 countries. Our podcast, Woken Free, is there too. Now, let's get into the episode. Hi, it's Natasha. And Khalil. And we are the co-hosts of Woken Free. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to our 292nd episode of Woken Free. If you've been tuning in every week for Woken Free Wednesday, you know that Woken Free is all about being real and honest with each other and you. We talk about everything and anything important to us, you, the world, and nothing is off the table. This week, we are discussing the following. The terrible twos, real or myth. But before we dive deep into the subject, and oh boy, so much to talk about, a couple of things to go through. First, have you not only gone to WokenFree.com to listen to this episode, but have you downloaded it through the Podbean app? If not, please do so immediately with the app. You can put in your comments, which makes this a two-way conversation, which is what we're all about. So we want to hear about your thoughts. If you too are raising a toddler, and they may happen to be in that quote-unquote terrible two stage, definitely would be curious to hear your thoughts on what we talk about in this episode and then what you're going through in your own life. Now, if you listen to podcasts on a device where you can't get another app like the Podbean app, a couple of tears are shed, but fret not, you can still support the show by going to WokenFree.com, going on to the Listen tab, and then you can pick your platform of choice where you're going to follow and subscribe to Woken Free. So we're on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Play, subscribe to our YouTube channel, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Pandora, It's a Woken Free World, pretty much where podcasts are consumed, you'll find our show. So definitely really appreciate your support in advance. Now on WokenFree.com at the top as well, and you look on your phone, you'll be able to click subscribe to follow the show through the Podbean app, which we greatly would appreciate as well. And on social, if you ever want to follow along the conversation we're having on social media, you can always follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, Pinterest, and LinkedIn at Woken Free. And then lastly, if you have 90 seconds, which is more of a statement, less of a question, we would love for you to give us a review. Why? Again, we want to know how this show is feeding into your life. So where do you do so? Go to WokenFree.com, go on the Listen tab, and then pick your platform of choice Will you review the show. Now I'm going to kick it to you, Khalil. Then before starting the conversation, why don't we talk about something real that we know is not a myth and share a little bit about ah, ourselves. Starting sloppy already. I like it. Is that right. what that is? Yes, sir. <laughs> All right. But this week we're asking, mm. do you say grilled cheese or toasted cheese? What kind of foolishness is this? it's an excellent question toasted cheese who the hell says that maybe southerners or midwesterners or foreigners you don't even know i know how how would i know you think i just i told you you think i come up with these questions these questions come from the ether of a book (laughs) (laughs) not necessarily it can come from anywhere can come from the internet it comes from different places this comes from the dark net 
No, I mean, this is something freely available. I didn't know. I've never heard toasted cheese in my life. but I've never heard such nonsense in my life. You you can't say say it's nonsense. Because I've never heard of that phrase. I have to, by default, go with grilled cheese because I've never heard of toasted cheese. But I'm not sure if, you know, people across the pond say that. Across the pond? Yeah. I'm not sure where it could be said. It could be said anywhere. What if like that's you're more common? In an English class, oh, really? <laughs> and you're like reading Ralph uh, Emerson. Like, <laughs> I don't know what that is, but that sounds interesting. What's his name? Oh gosh, Ugh. across the pot. See, there was an episode on Dawson's Creek oh, where Joey okay. was Maybe, um, yeah, talking about. I don't about, remember that. Uh, I can't for the life of me remember it. But uh, okay, so grilled cheese for me. A, I'm a fan of it, and like I said, I've never in my life heard of toasted cheese. So there's okay, a, you're a fan of it, but no, they're they're both. It's kind of like the difference between soda and pop. They're the same thing, but it's always just, soda. Huh? Yeah, I'm but, not from Chicago, but there's yeah, there are people that say pop, <laughs> yeah, and they do say it. So I, I don't know who says toasted cheese, but some people do say it. But again, I know what grilled cheese is, and we're I, from and New I know York. I want uh, one, so thanks for that. Yeah, n- no, you can have your toasted cheese, <laughs> where it's just the cheese and no bread. That's Love what it bread. sounds like cheese to stick me. For me it's, then. You know, when I think of toasted cheese, I think of. Like someone putting cheese yeah, in a toaster. Like, like melted cheese. Or no, something. but I, I think it's somebody literally taking cheese it's and putting foolish. it in a toaster and burning. Burning the, the hell out of that. <laughs> well, nice. not no. What they're gonna do is they're gonna start a fire, right? Because oh, yeah, the cheese would melt and get onto the coils, and you, it's most likely gonna start coils. a fire. You're such a mechanical person. What else would you call it? The burnies? I don't know what's in that. The burnies? I would just say inside of the toaster. The hot seas. The hot seas. It gets on the hot seas. And you think <laughs> it I'm a, a fool? <laughs> no. So is your answer grilled cheese as well? It's what you actually say. I'm saying we're from New York, so we have to say grilled cheese because right. I don't know of any New Yorkers that heard of otherwise. Cool. And most people have only heard of Terrible Twos as well, right? Mm-hmm. That's the, the thing. Yep. If they've heard of the toasted, I don't think they have, but. Most people know what that are. What should we mm-hmm. go through it and say what yep. what are terrible twos and maybe you can tell us is it even a real thing? A thousand percent. Uh, we've been experiencing this, and KJ is not two years old yet. So Ouch. there's some really cool information I found, and for all those who are expecting a child or similar to us raising a young child, go to whattoexpect.com. There's tons of really good resources. We found that when we were pregnant, and we'll continue to utilize this resource. So they say the following in this article. And again, if you're new to Woken Free, all of our links will be available on wokenfree.com for each episode that you're listening to. So they say that terrible twos is actually a phase that starts around the age two, give or take, and is characterized by frequent temper tantrums, rapid mood changes, and other sometimes difficult impulse behaviors. One minute, your little angel will be playing happily with his toys or hers or theirs. And then the next, they'll be throwing a frustrated fit for reasons that are tricky to figure out. So... They can also be stubbornly insistent and they want only one type of thing, like their blue sippy cup, uh, when all you have are red and green ones, of course. And then they have a full on meltdown when you gently remind them what's available, meaning they want something you, you're not giving in and they're just literally losing their cool on all sorts of levels. And so the article then says, kind of, why is your toddler acting this way? One main reason is that kids this age are going through big developmental changes and toddlers think and emotions have become more sophisticated. So your child can understand a lot of what you say and they can ask for things, even if it's not always clear and comes with a lot of pointing, they can do more on their own as well. And so essentially they're growing and developing. So thus their emotions and their impatience, (laughs) imagine, are growing and developing 
too. And then I found on parents.com, another really cool resource. And again, you'll find the link in the episode that this, uh, they say what, so while there are some early birds who may begin to demonstrate the terrible twos behavior prior to two years old at like 18 plus months, which we can attest to, uh, most children begin to exhibit increased emotional instability, outbursts, and oppositionality between the ages of two to three. So guess what? This doesn't just stop at two. It starts earlier and continues past the age of two. How fun. Uh, that doctor, That's good to know. <laughs> Dr. Weber says that it's also common for kids to develop the, the terrible two behavior after they turn three. So even if they don't demonstrate it before turning two and at, after they're two, it can come in later. So that's, that's really, really, really fun. And, uh, personally, I guess as the mother of a, of a 21 month old currently, I would say that I think KJ started demonstrating this, what, 16 months? Maybe 16, 17 months, I think. Yeah. Yeah, that's when he started acting up and um, acting like he's a little boss man. But that's where he got out of pocket. Definitely, uh, like, left field a lot of times. <laughs> <laughs> and we're in the right field, and it's getting a little bit wild and, and yeah. crazy. Especially while we were moving, it was, yeah, it was different. Yeah, definitely. And I found an article on Healthline that it pretty much echoes what you've said mm-hmm. from your findings of what to expect. Mm. It mentioned every day your child is gaining new skills and abilities. Mm. It's natural for your child to want to test those skills and abilities. This okay. can lead to your child objecting to things they used to be okay with, like holding their hand across the street or helping uh. them put on their clothes or climbing the playground slide. Okay. And also, as your child develops more independence, they may begin to insist on doing more for themselves. Yep. Whether they're developmentally capable or of completing the task or not, mm. they may also suddenly decide that they want you to help do things they've already mastered. Oh, interesting. So, yeah, I mean, the, all this is definitely true. KJ mm-hmm. goes through all of this where he'll ask me to help him with something and then mm-hmm. other things that I know he, he needs help do. with. Yeah. Well, other things he needs help with, he'll mm-hmm. say no. You know, he, he wants, wants to do it, to do on, it on his own. own. Okay. But he'll get, he'll get frustrated when it doesn't work out. So okay. that definitely. And the meltdowns we've seen, I mean, what's the longest? Like 30 or 40 minutes or 30 minutes he's cried out? Maybe or... like, well, I mean, well, it, like at what age Like a full on meltdown. Like, oh, well, and a meltdown in the last... Just... Like five months, I guess, yeah. Because he's had, I remember he had a crying thing where he went mm-hmm. for like 40 minutes before. Yeah, I think where so. He just was, I remember, it was yeah. a long, yeah, he was really mad and just kept yeah. going and it was like a tantrum type thing. Mm. But, I mean, usually it's less than that, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I would say if, it, if you if you just let him and there's no kind of soothing, I think you can do like 20 minutes kind of thing. Mm. Like that's the max really he would go to. I think what's also been interesting with us is as we're experiencing this, I feel like I also will have my own terrible <laughs> reaction to this because I cannot stand the terrible twenties. Yeah. Well, I thank you. God bless you. I wish I was still in my twenties. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the terrible thirties. you mean. <laughs> and, uh, and then I start screaming at you because unfortunately children yeah. are displaying these behaviors in oppor- inopportune time. So it's not like I have nothing to do or you have nothing to do. And then you can just sit here and deal with these mad, these maddening events. However, you know, I'm in a, a work meeting or, you know, we're, I'm trying to focus on something I'm trying to write. And then you hear this incessant crying and it's so frustrating because I'm just like, be quiet. Like, and then you scream out. Yeah. Then I'm screaming. And so it's like a, it's a screaming fit fest. Yeah, it's, it's pretty it's cool. Both of you and him can scream. Foolish. It's, it's an foolish it's, foolishness. Some interesting sounds coming from the household. Mm-hmm. Definitely. 
Do you have any breast practices to deal with the terrible twos? So I think because we're in the thick of it, uh, and we have, and he hasn't, again, reiterating y'all, he hasn't even turned to yet. He's one of those early starters. God bless him, uh, who started this early. And so I, to, to answer the question again, I think best to find some resources from professionals and folks who can. <laughs> give you some grounding advice. And again, on a parents.com article, they say, A, adjust your expectations. So being realistic with your child and the situation you're dealing with is really critical. Uh, so they say, uh, essentially having realistic expectations about what the two-year-olds are like and what you should expect from them in terms of behavior can go a long way. Just because your child know, now knows how to walk and talk and feed themselves doesn't mean they're ready for high-level instructions. So give them grace and give them slack. Next would be have a behavior plan. So Dr. Weber suggests having a clear plan to reward positive behavior and all, and also plans for how to address any off-task behavior. So add, when they get out of pocket. And every parent is different, but this may involve removing your child from the situation that are unsafe or disruptive and or implementing timeouts. Interesting. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, I don't know about that. I don't timeout. think he's Depends ready for on that. Which child. Yeah. And then rewarding positive behavior may include praising your child consistently when they behave well. All this will teach your child which behaviors are acceptable and which are not. This also gives your kiddo plenty of opportunities to learn to emotionally regulate, which is interesting. And then next would be setting up consistent routines. So it's super helpful to preempt any negative behavior, says Brianna Leonard, a founder of the Third Row Adventures, certified teacher and board certified behavior analyst, BCBA. Parents can help manage terrible twos by setting up routines in advance before the tantrum begins. She says, again, this may involve consistent responses to unwanted behaviors and consistent positive affirmations for good behavior. I'm, we're a big fan of that in our household. Additionally, creating predictable, persistent routines around daily activities and naps and sleep can reduce anxiety and decrease tantrums, says Leonard. And then also giving your child two choices. So similarly, she says that, you know, it's it's really important for parents to, to do this because parents can provide two choices to toddlers to give them a sense of authority while still maintaining parental control. So for example, during snack time, you can offer your child a banana or an apple both are healthy choices. The toddler is given a choice and can take ownership in their snack, but the choices presented are both acceptable options for the parent. So that makes sense because, you know, similar when we all grow up, when you're trying to create uh, empowerment in others as adults, you have them buy in. And so that's what that is, like having your yeah. child buy into the kind of what's next steps for them. And then also helping your child find their calm body. So Dr. Rubber says that young as they may be, even two-year-olds can learn calming techniques to deal with big feelings. Start early by helping kids develop skills like deep breathing and finding their calm body. And you can teach these skills when your child is not in tantrum mode so that when they are, they'll be able to draw on those skills and use them. So trying to implement positive behaviors, not when they're in the middle of a disaster, but <laughs> when they're already calm so that when you get to those bad moments or challenging moments, that they can pull from those things. So we do that. Uh, thankfully, you've been reading that like meditation book with him where then we say like meditation breathing. Yeah, he knows what it means. And then he goes, no. 
He knows the deep breaths yeah, and yeah. breathe in, breathe Absolutely. out. Absolutely. He understands it, actually. Super helpful. Yeah. yeah. So, so I, I personally, like, I like all of those different uh, points. Affirmations are big in our household. We've said it before on the show. We tell KJ, you are beautiful. You are bold. You are brilliant. Thank you, Ashley Graham. That's where I heard that. Uh, and then also, and I tell you all the time, give him affirmations when he is doing good and focus on the good because that is what we want to encourage. We want to see more good behavior and and... Overall, you that's know. true. Yeah. yeah, and then again, I went to Healthline, and mm-hmm. they have a good set of tips to okay. some of the tips to follow. So, I mean, you've already mentioned keeping routines, mm-hmm. uh, keeping regular meal and sleep schedules. That leads to less desirable behavior is more likely to happen when your child is tired or hungry. Mm. So. That's, you know, definitely keep them fed. Yeah. And keep them well rested. Yep. And as you said, you praise the behaviors you approve of. Yep. And then you should also just ignore, you can actually ignore the ones you want to discourage. So I'll often do that as well. And a very important thing that wasn't mentioned, but Uh it's definitely what our household's about is Uh don't spank or hit your child. And you should also, I mean, it's hard, but you should also try to avoid yelling. You don't want to model. You, well, you actually want to model nonviolent behavior for your child. So yeah. why would you spank or hit them or Ding-ding. even yell at them? I mean, what yeah. are you, what's going to happen in the future? What are they going to do? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what, what does that teach them? You can redirect or distract when you can. Point we out like something funny or yeah. interesting when your child starts to whine or misbehave. So that's mm-hmm. also a good one. You should keep rules simple and offer brief explanations. That's cool. So tell your child they have to hold your hand when they cross the street because you don't want a car to hurt them. <laughs> just, you know, just keep it really just straight you want up. to say life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't have to explain, like, why the road was created, how cars Amazing. work mechanically, yeah. and what that building there is over no there was built with. We are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't have to go through the whole... In the 1800s. Their attention span is pretty short, so that Max, makes sense. Yeah. You should let your child have some control. So, again, yep. offering the choice between Buy-in. two things, which yeah. you mentioned, keep your toddler's home environment safe. Absolutely. If you don't want them getting into something, put it out of sight if you can. So okay. That's definitely a good tip. Don't have things in view that you don't want yes, them to have. because right? they want everything, and they open up things to get things that they want. <laughs> yep. And I like this one, and I do it, is don't give in. Set your that's limits harder. and be consistent. Yeah, that's hard. If that means me. your child has a full-blown tantrum in the grocery store because you won't buy candy, simply remove your child from the situation and wait until things calm down. Mm. Yeah, you know. You, that's a harder one. I'm it's more hard. likely to give in I, because I, I want peace and happen. quiet. So. Yeah, you value, we say it all the time, you value peace is the peace. problem. Is it peaceful? The problem is you want peace and you value it. Yeah, so yeah and I will do anything to achieve it. Exactly. <laughs> And the next thing, this is my mantra, stay calm. Your child will feed off your stress. I can't believe that. Come on. Look what you you could do this. Count to ten or take a deep breath. Whatever helps to you. You think I'm like a child? (laughs) This is this is for the parent. This what you can this will teach him. I well, I guess remember I we I do that when I'm when he's throwing his fits, I will count with him to to help him. Out so definitely. Yeah, okay. It's not even. It's not for me though. I count for him. I stay calm regardless. Yes, because you, know? you have cool. no emotions. So I'm cool as a cucumber. You're dead as, as can be. I'm cool as a cucumber. You're that's the, the walking. Phrase. That's why you like Walking Dead so much. Because I'm you cool relate, as a cucumber. You identify are as a zombie. Are zombies like cucumbers? Are they cool? I don't know. Maybe you should find one and ask them. 
<laughs> uh, apparently like, I can, uh, right? Uh, apparently there's the, the new zombies, right? They're doing the new drug stuff. I don't know. Oh God, don't you don't you don't want to tell me about that. I don't know. I didn't hear the story. The rotting skin and yeah, skin. you were telling me about that. Mm-hmm. So that I, horse I don't know tranquilizer anything about. medicine thing that they it's like they're lacing other drugs with this like horse tranquilizer. Oh, I couldn't tell you the name. I can't remember. But it was um, it's rotting people's skin as if they are the Walking Dead. It's really unfortunate and very upsetting situation. Oh, so see, that's what I'm saying. I mean, that's so you think that that would be a good population to ask if they're counting to ten? No, I'm gonna say (laughs) ask them if they feel like they're cucumbers because I'm cool as a cucumber. Do do we relate in any way? Can you at least take this seriously for seven (laughs) seconds? You're the one who said I was not. Like a the Walking alive, Dead, yeah. And I'm saying uh, opposite. I'm saying I'm like a cute. Is a cucumber not alive? Oh, you know what? I just this is. I is have a to mention cucumber it. not alive. <laughs> yeah, but you know why I say this because they actually say if a plant is in distress, it does actually release. It, it releases. It makes noises that humans can't hear, but other animals can hear. Oh, I thought you were going down the direction of that movie you can't stand, where it, the plants were it's releasing similar. the things, and well, then people were yeah, dying. People, no, not fantastic. like that. But they actually can make these. These sounds that we can't hear, like the supersonic, not supersonic. What is that called? I know the, I'm forgetting. It's it. outside of our, but you know, outside of the hearing range yeah. of humans, they yeah, actually you know, make sounds when they're distressed. Like that Harry sound. Potter plant that they pulled up and, and it makes sound. And it yeah, it, it, see, they yeah, actually do do is. that though. They actually they they tell you that they're in pain. Harry Potter distressed. is real. Well, that's see. Now you're going off on a different tangent. My tangent made sense though, because we were talking about some of that magic is real, man. Well, it's that's real. an episode on that. I mean, we've had it. We've talked real. about that. Some right. of it is real. I mean, the internet is magic. So yes, you're correct. It's it's real because the internet is you magical. Think you're funny, huh? It's magical and it's here. So this is like like your second performance. My what, what's the performance last week? At? You had a good performance too. Dude, so I had this a performance. Week you're, on a, you're on a run. Okay. I didn't know I had a performance. I'm just telling so you. So life is true. just hysterical all the time. That I guess. Betcha by golly, wow. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah, what would you say answer. are the top lessons that you've learned in this household from dealing with our son's terrible twos, who isn't even two years old yet? My top, my top um, mm-hmm. lessons learned. Yeah. Well, my lessons learned that <laughs> it, it kind of goes back to those tips of mm-hmm. dealing with it is staying cool will help you out because then mm. you don't lose your your mind because <laughs> if you if you take all the tantrums too seriously yeah, and you try to definitely deal with it and handle it it's gonna not work out and you're just gonna say oh man this is this is like too much for me i'm gonna have to go watch a movie in a movie theater yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you know you're gonna have to say i need some sort of release yeah. so i think it's good to maintain your cool and Mm-hmm. That will that that that's that's a lesson that I learned. Another thing is, is just trying to like preemptively prevent the tantrums. So mm-hmm. so sticking to those tips of routines like routines and stuff. Yeah, trying to like um, yeah routines and also just like figuring out what they want. So then mm-hmm. you can you can see. I mean, sometimes they want something that's acceptable. Like maybe he's just thirsty. So yeah, that was a big lesson that I learned is that you know sometimes he just wants to drink water and he. He didn't. He used to not make it clear. He's better with it now, but yeah. it, that used to be a source of pain. Like he was just mm-hmm. thirsty, and I didn't and know he wanted able that. To yeah. Express what he wanted. Yeah. So now you know, just learning what your toddler needs, and I guess uh, for a last lesson that was well learned is that mm-hmm. um, replacing. I mean, yeah, again, these go back to just those tips, but replacing. Like uh, things that he shouldn't have with things that he we want him have. to have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So giving an item that, hey, you know, instead of 
The scissors. <laughs> yeah, so the scissors. You could read, read this book. That yeah, or read your favorite your crayon book. or yeah. Well, I get I give you favorite book or something. Well, yeah, he loves he loves his books. Yeah, <laughs> can do that. So okay, those are mine. I have learned the following: patience is definitely a must, which is a really hard lesson for me to learn because I naturally am an impatient person. So um, I grew up in a household where one of my parents was severely impatient with me, uh, and so there was no grace. <laughs> And I grew up normalizing like life as an impatient person. So that's why I can't even really stand it when even my own parents are like, why don't you be more patient? It's like, I could say the same thing to you. Uh, (laughs) So, um, you know, pot calling the kettle black situation. Uh, Next, a bad moment or a bad day even is going to pass. It's, you know, it's not the end of the world. And it also doesn't mean that you're a bad parent. It means that your child is going through something. And, you know, the best thing you can do is have compassion for the fact that they're struggling. Uh, Try to love them through the bad moments the same way that you love them through the good moments. And this too shall pass. It's biblical and it's true. Uh, also, I would say that. <laughs> I mean, you can't just throw that in there like that. This too last... shall pass. No, this is biblical and it's true. I yeah, mean... that phrase. This is this too shall pass. Come from the Bible. No, That's what it meant. But no, but you're the phrase. This phrase, the phrase that you said afterwards, is not something you could just pass over. You said oh. it's biblical and it's true. I mean, oh, I meant like the phrase is biblical, and I feel like that is true. Like this too shall pass, okay. meaning that anything and nothing in life is permanent, other than death. Right. So that means everything is temporary. So that means this too shall pass no matter what you're going through, whether it's five minutes, five but, okay, years, you're not, years. But you're not implying it's the true Bible because is it's... True? You're not, no, I'm just saying you're not implying that it's true because it's biblical. You're just saying no, it's, I'm biblical saying it's biblical and it's also and true. It's also okay, true. Just yeah, how people want to interpret the Bible as their business, yeah. um, I'm not declaring any Because like you that, said, Harry Potter is true too, so... A thousand percent. And <laughs> Lord of the Rings is right there with you. There's a lot of truth out there. There's a lot there, of right? truth here. Y'all. There's a lot of truth out there. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes kids are Gollum. It is what it is. Ouch. It's just, yeah, it sucks. <laughs> also, um, I would say that I have learned the importance, and you talked about it. You know, sometimes you're not like, shout out to single parents. I'm not quite sure how you're doing it and you're still alive. I know that I could not do this on my own, uh, nor do I have any interest to do this on my own. <laughs> so uh, I know that, you know, what we've decided as parents is, you know, the person who's best served doing something should do that. So you take a lot of the brunt of the horribleness and the challenging moments because you have a better temperament for it than I do. Uh, and also, like, if I had to do it, it would drive me crazy because I just don't have the capacity to be able to stretch to what what is needed to deal with those challenging moments. And that's okay. And every every parent, you will have things that you're really good at and things that you're not good at. And the ideal situation is to have someone to bounce this off. Like I said, for single parents, I'm not quite sure how your superstars I, God bless you, <laughs> because that is not me. I would fail every single day <laughs> because that's just not that. And uh, last thing I've learned is to really focus on the good. You know, some of the best moments with KJ, like when I'm having a hard day, I like close my eyes and I like think about like those sweet hugs or sweet moments I've had with him. And it's like it really does just kind of overarchingly make those bad moments or those challenging moments so much better because he's just so delicious and snuggle bubble and uh and you know the good focusing on the good of when you're a parent holds you through the bad okay mm-hmm. wow 
some good lessons you learned there. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's ongoing, <laughs> right? Par- parenting, we're 21 months in. And uh, I feel like, I, yeah, I could I could have 21 pieces of advice. And so it'll be really interesting when he's like 12 to see where we're at with, um, you know, if you're still half dead and if I'm still impatient. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. I can't believe he's saying I'm half dead. I mean. Okay, fine. You're Robotic the, in nature. I mean, you're looking however, at like the half half. Full, half empty glass. Like, I look at it. Well, as you're still being, half alive. Yeah, right? see, so, that's, yeah. that's cool. But you're also half dead. Yeah. But I mean, is that what the other half is? It could be something or robotic, else. Robotic, your choice. It could be like half alive, half supernatural. We don't know, right? You never you know. have high hopes. <laughs> you never know. I'm just, you, just saying, right? You could be half and half. We don't, I'm just saying. I'm not saying it's so true. So when people come to test there. your blood, don't no, say no, nothing I don't need to, to be, me. I don't need to be tested. Because you're just, just saying, hey, you're half supernatural. I'm, I'm, no, I'm just saying. Hey. You know, there's a there's a show. There's a, so, there's a show called Supernatural. There are. A show and you were on it? it. <laughs> 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 I'm just saying, who was inspiration for it? I'm not sure who Oh, that you're was. really throwing oh, no, out really interesting no, I'm just nuggets I'm just saying, who's inspired that? This is a good week, eh? How did they come up with that? I'm not sure. They spoke to you, I guess. I don't know. Or ChatGPT. Who created ChatGPT? Who really created that large language model? I don't, I can't tell you. Definitely not you. Definitely not you, my love. Who sat in their room for hours upon hours contemplating. Definitely not you. (laughs) (laughs) So we're just making that crystal clear. (laughs) Let's let's let the Woken Free Nation decide what the answers to these questions are. Can you move on? (laughs) Because you're just being too foolish right now. Okay, just just put it out there. Thank you. I just want people to have their opinions. I just want to give them a chance. Okay, here we go, yo. Here we go, yo. So what's a, what's a, what's the scenario? It's scenario time, my people. Scenario one: Tuani Guamana Lulepola is in the grocery store with his two-year-old daughter. She grabs a candy bar off the shelf. He knows if he grabs it, she will flip out. But he also has a full cart of groceries. What should he do? Ooh, what a wonderful scenario! Oh man. Uh, so I would recommend under the guise of being a parent who truly values peace that I would suggest that Mr. T let his daughter carry that candy bar that she took off the shelf until they are done shopping and they get to the end of the line. And if he believes that she's allowed to eat that candy, then I would purchase that candy and we keep on our merry way. Or if he does not believe that his two-year-old daughter should eat that candy, then if he takes it away and she's going to have the meltdown, at least then they're at the end. And if they, if he's purchased all the other products, he's like, you know, five minutes away from getting outside the door. So if he's going to deal with a meltdown and the craziness uh, and the maddeningness, then at least it's at the bare end of the, the shopping trip. And then you don't deal with it earlier than that point. Okay. That's, that's a good way to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Now there was before what I would have done is I would have just, I would have grabbed it and put it right back mm-hmm. and I would have just gone with the flip out and just dealt with it. Mm-hmm. There's also another option that, like Healthline would recommend, and that's just Replace. to leave the store. No, they, the store, they would yeah. say take the candy bar and put it on the so shelf and leave everything. People don't have endless time, and you, and you, yeah, were, no. you were That's what they would recommend. Shopping. So I would so say either replace the candy with that's something what I would else, do. or, like I said, and guess strategize what I would do. to leave I would, I would yeah. look in my cart and find something that they can hold that's safe. And then yeah. even if they decide to put it back, I don't care. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I could just maybe have two of them in there, and that's what I would do. I would replace it. I wouldn't... I wouldn't wait till the end. I would try to replace it as soon as possible. Oh, though. okay. 
It like, depends. Like, if so I'm I would trying keep trying to go and move with the food. But yeah, you would do that. But I would take my. T- I would each time I would try. So if it doesn't okay. work the first time, I'd try again. Like next aisle, next aisle, until finally I know that like the daughter would be distracted and yeah. have to take it at some point. Okay, so you would battle so, throughout. Okay. Yeah, but it wouldn't be crazy. It wouldn't be like a tough battle. It would, it would just be, be yeah, just kind of slight. Yeah, just like try it and be like it doesn't work. Let's keep moving gotcha. until we're distracted enough and you actually take the item that I want like you it. to take. Okay. Scenario two, King Kamehameha is training his very young son in the ancient arts. His son usually becomes disinterested after a few minutes of training. When King Kamehameha pushes his son, he becomes irate. Should he stop training his son and allow him to live a carefree life? Just want to confirm for woken fruit. He come, becomes irate. Yeah. Just to reemphasize. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So should he stop training his son? Ooh, that's an interesting and live a carefree life. I like that that's the only option here too. <laughs> it's either be productive or literally do nothing. Okay. Yeah. Uh so before we get to the the well in life generally woken free nation, right? Folks can probably agree that life is a little bit more nuanced where it's not one or the other as options, but there are other stages in between. Uh I would say but for this fictional scenario that he should try to ask his son and try to understand why is his son disinterested in the training? Is it that he doesn't like the training or does he not like the training from his father? Because those could be two different answers that come out from that. And are there other types of, are other like, I guess, forms of the training that could happen that maybe his son is just not interested. Maybe they're at the beginning stages. And if they got to a little bit more advanced, maybe he would like that more. Like, figure out where the sense of boredom or the um, distraction is happening. And then try to counter that before getting to the space of, okay, you don't want to do it. You don't do anything. I I think there's just more to learn before giving up. But talking to your son is important. I think that parents sometimes just say, I think this is best for him or her or they, and then just go and, you know, kind of bulldoze over their child. And there's, you can, you can actually just like talk to them. They're human beings. They can help try to figure out what's going on. Yeah. I mean, I think it's important to not lose these ancient arts. So you're going to have to keep training the son and maybe just point out what, what's in for it well what's the in foundation. it for the the yeah. child at the end because can do <laughs> no but i mean it could be you know the the secret art of zen i don't know what it actually is you so the secret art of zen yeah like if you if if the son knew that that's what he was learning maybe he'd be more interested Why would maybe he could show him because then nothing can ever just nothing could perturb him like he can do just you sit down children care about peace like that <laughs> but it's it, I mean, it could be that. I'm just saying, or could it be the ancient art of um? Is there money or video bubbles? games involved? I mean, like, I yeah, know. like there has to be something. No, but you're saying money. That's a good one. That's not an ancient art. I mean, that's not. <laughs> what if it could just be the ancient art of strategy? So you know how to strategize around anything. Can they make money or play a video game? <laughs> you don't like, like these. So you're you're not into the ancient arts, but that's what you got to. Well, a, you're making assumptions, kid. and B. <laughs> <laughs> You're into the modern stuff. You like modern things. Yeah, you like modern stuff. However, I would say that you know that's a different episode. If you want to talk about the ancient arts, yeah, of what I think about there's a lot of, to discuss there. I'm not going to of micro that now. gardening. Like, so you're not in you. Don't you like are that. making assumptions, <laughs> and you know what they say about assumptions. Okay, but I could I could list many of these arts, and I don't think any of them would. Yeah, those toot are your, your assumptions. Good for you. <laughs> None of them will toot your horn. Fire you. You're into the modern arts. Okay. 
So you believe that you'll you think teaching him the reason well, tell him what the end yeah was, tell him the end game is what I would say okay and try to try to explain how, how it's going to make son again he's like less than ten yeah interesting I don't know well, if that's going to be like convincing three or so. yeah I don't know if that's convincing enough but really you can try. tell him about that I mean that's like you know because he doesn't know what daddy I mean he doesn't you're have the, like the you're complete like, concept if you know this you'll be Black Panther at the end right like I mean <laughs> <laughs> even a three year old I don't know if they would really appreciate yeah, that a ten year old might but yeah they don't understand the concept yeah they so might gotta, again is there bubbles is there candy is you there can candy relate it to candy you can say see here's candy that's been eaten and here's candy that just stays sweetened and you show him that and explain that's the RSN <laughs> that's the art of zen though There's, beautiful you know you can just relate it just put it in kids terms you can do pictures too stick figures whatever you want to do to get Foolish. just to Foolish get your point one. across and say this is what these are the kind of drawings you do <laughs> you know i'm gonna speak it your You're language real shady. <laughs> just make it crystal clear mm-hmm. scenario three viva charawangse makes sure her two and a half year old daughter is always courteous and professional. She does everything in her power to stop her tantrums, even giving her ice brewed coffee to make sure she doesn't scream in public settings. Do you think this is the best approach to deal with children in that age group? You're throwing shade and you're just is that really shade? mean. <laughs> How's that throwing so shade? It's, that seems a little you're like, specific. You're like, you thought about me in that scenario. I Why is that? Did. Because you're like, oh, I would give in. I would not give, give ice, a child. Give the ice I, don't even, I can't even digest that. <laughs> yeah, like, see, that's why it's different. That. It seems really specific. Uh, okay. Oh, so someone else you had in mind? No, I'm oh, not, okay. I don't. I mean, I, this I don't know where this came from, but oh, it's okay. here. Gotcha. Mm. <laughs> I can't. Uh, I mean, again, we also. I just want to throw out here: parenting is not a democracy. You do not need everyone to weigh in or give their opinions on what you're doing, as long as you are not harming your child or uh, abusing your child or breaking lo- state or federal laws. Parenting. If you want to raise your parent child how you want to raise them, you do that, and it doesn't. Who gets cares what other people are thinking or saying about it so i'm not gonna make my comments around like should she be giving coffee to a child i don't know the medical reasonings for or against it i know automatically i know for me i would not prescribe to that type of parenting or allowing that under my watch as a parent however i'm not going to come for her as a fictional mother to um, you know shame her in her behaviors uh, but I would say that the, you know, that I think the problem here that is being addressed is the giving in piece of it. And I would say that, again, there's not one way to parent. There's not one way to do something. So it's not here's ice brew coffee or nothing. I think that there's an opportunity to persuade the child to not have a tantrum giving other things before trying to give an alcohol, typically a consumed alcoholic uh, beverage that is not alcoholic, and but just uh, um. What is that? Caffeine. Caffeine, yeah. It's like an, ad, an adult for drink. It just seems like there's, there's other options that we could do. Yeah, I mean, there's... If you want to pursue the giving in approach... There's people that believe in that. They give their children yeah, coffee as exactly. soon as they I'm not, not going to weigh in on that. I don't prescribe to that type of parenting, but everyone's got to do what they got to do. I don't know if that's illegal, though. I don't know if no, it is legal can't be to illegal. give... Yeah, caffeine I think, you can give at any age. I mean, you could drink as much caffeine as you want. Yeah, as the, I don't, I don't know, know, but I don't. I also don't know the medical matter. benefits or challenges that happen. I don't, oh yeah, it's I not, don't think it's ideal. But again, I don't want to shame well, because a lot yeah, of people love to shame parents sure. and say 
Like, how could you do this? And that's really just not appropriate. Pa- parenting is hard enough than having the world literally weigh in on everything you do with your child. It's like really hard. So uh, it is what it is. I don't agree with that practice, but I do think I would encourage to consider alternatives to persuade their child in those scenarios other but than coffee. The real issue is I just think she shouldn't be doing everything in her power to stop her. I just feel like she mm, has like a, okay. it's kind of like giving in to terrorists at that point. It's <laughs> like, no matter what, Oh, you get, you want you this, you get it. You get it. Terrorist. You want that, you get it. You want that's that, terrible. you get it. Feel like the child could ask for anything and that's get it. Terrible. Yeah, that's what, that's how this seems, and it's you know this is an abusive relationship. Oh What's no, you said this child is toxic. That's shameful. Because how they My get children every children are toxic. But. I don't think it's a good example to show. Like as long as they yeah, you know no, throw they, their tantrum, they, they do then, have to get you know what happened. Then they just normalize. Well, let me throw the tantrum and, and I'll get what I want. Get what they want <laughs> that's right. Know? So that they learned that. So you got to think that what's going to happen in the future. Let me not always give in. Let's. Try something else, right? Well, let's let's learn negotiate and do some other stuff. With those young At least negotiate or something. Like even with KJ, he does not deal with transitions very well. Like if he's having a good time and it's time to end, he gets very upset. So and, yeah, see, and we're working through that. Um, in this right in now. this situation, yeah. what she would do is she would be like, "Oh man, I guess my child leave, does, right? Yeah, just, we can't yeah. leave. All right, yeah. let's go back." And well, let's... yeah, events come to an end, so we get it. <laughs> she, she we have to learn what back. transitions look like. <laughs> like we gotta... take her daughter back and say, "Here, do you want some coffee on top of that?" I mean, she. It would just yeah. be just give it in, just do every. She's doing everything to make sure she doesn't. That's know, a good wild, point. That's like, a good point. To raise. Yeah, no. Unfortunately, your child does have wild. to be upset. I don't like it, but it you have they got to learn. Good point. Yeah. They do have you to don't learn. get everything how do you, you want. Deal with yeah, like rejection. <laughs> That's the worst thing. You, you don't get everything you want. Wanting something and not having it, it just, and just because you're angry doesn't mean I'm going to give you what you want, right? Facts. You don't want to yeah, normalize that to yeah. say, "All right, yeah. you no. throw a tantrum, you get what you like, want." <laughs> it's okay for you to get angry. It's okay yeah. for, and I, also that too, though, teaching the child that it's okay to get angry, like it's okay to be frustrated, yeah. like you have you a right angry. to those feelings. Absolutely, well, you just still got to do. You still have do. life still goes on though. Yeah, that's so how do we then deal with those feelings is more so the important lesson to learn, other than getting upset about being mad. But it's hard though because I hate seeing him mad too like for my our own child like I'm just like oh gosh he's mad this is yeah upsetting. you don't like seeing this little, well because this little I told and I've talked about it on the show before being a child mm-hmm. who grew up where no one gave a shit about whether I was happy or not ever <laughs> like well into my 30s uh, it wasn't until I brought it up to my parents that well, you know hey you've never asked me if I was ever happy uh, you know so I really struggle <laughs> with like knowingly allowing my child to not be happy because I'm just like no 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 his happiness is paramount and I ask him even though he ignores me and he plays with his toys but I'm like does it make you happy like I want him to know you know happiness is paramount and we can't ignore that but yeah to your point anger learning how to deal with anger is equally as important and then my favorite phrase you can't be too happy in life. You're so foolish. I mean, really, Khalil. Because <laughs> you just got to realize. You just sound depressed. <laughs> is that what that sounds yes. like? Happiness is for those who are sacred. I mean, it's... No, but I didn't say that. I just said, don't get too happy. Try to avoid too much happiness. No, you could just be happy, but not too happy. You can all, there's always like, You can always have too like much of something. I feel like you sound like Snape. You can always have too much of something. You can have too much hatred. I'm watching tonight. <laughs> but you can have too much hatred. So why can't you have too much you happiness? You have too much hatred? Yes, you can. You don't agree with that? Most people would agree with that, right? You don't agree with everybody agrees with that. Too much hatred. I think that that's a subjective measure, though. Really, that's the problem? Because how would you objectively say what too much hatred it looks like? Suddenly, well, what would easily, too much Cruella happiness look like? So only within <laughs> fictional Disney realm. No, but it's, it's just something anybody can relate to. Right? So what about watch, um, watch Scar? Is he too much hatred too for Mufasa? 
who you know technically because look what well look what happened to him i mean oh so you know you know you have too much hatred when mm-hmm. i'm not going to give spoilers but if you're not alive anymore from your hatred right if your uh, hatred leads to your demise then you had too much hatred so okay. if your happiness could lead to your demise maybe you had too much happiness Ooh, that's an interesting if you if your happiness leads to your demise were you too happy it's kind of like you were so happy you walked off a cliff was that were you too happy? You know, that might happen to me. <laughs> You're having a good jovial time. Jovial? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can't even take anything yeah. serious, though. No, really? No, it's not me doing it's it. It's foolish. It's not me. It's, it's the Jolly Roger that does it for me. It's the Jolly Ranches <laughs> that does it for me. <laughs> we are at that time again. It is the coming to the end of our... 292nd episode of Woke and Free. You're a weirdo. Uh, this <laughs> was quite the episode discussing the terrible twos, real or myth. Now, Kalil, what do folks need to do? They need to come back next week for the new Woke and Free Wednesday episode. Make sure you follow us on social media to follow along in the conversation and make sure you tune in next week for Woke and Free Wednesday to join the conversation at WokenFree.com. And please know that the tone will not be at that level. (laughs) And if you would like to learn more about other upcoming topics or you have suggestions for us, best way to get in touch with us is on our contact us page at WokenFree.com. That's W-O-K-E-N-F-R-E-E.com for social media. Again, please feel free to reach out to us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, and Pinterest at links and, and LinkedIn at Woken Free. And then for all sponsorship or collaboration queries, again, best place to reach us is our contact us page at WokenFree.com. If you didn't already subscribe, please do share the episode and make sure you come back to join the conversation every Wednesday for Woken Free Wednesday. Remember, Woken Free is more than podcasts. It's a ways of life. Until next time. <laughs>